<laughs> from uh, Spider Gwen with uh, Spider Woman sitting there. She's just she's literally eating the butter packets. <laughs> just, Jessica is. Yeah, she went through sixteen of them before she actually started in our sandwiches. Sounds about right. Was like, this pregnant Jessica? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm well, that's why. Like I'm still. Is there gonna be a bunch of spiders? <laughs> like I don't think she's gonna give birth to a bunch of spiders. Although it also <laughs> that'd be great. It I also mean, depends in a, in a shitty way, but right. Well, that, see, here's the thing, though. It also depends on which origin they're going with, because she's had like four different origin stories. One of them literally was she was a spider that got mutated by the high evolutionary into a woman, into a person. Wow. Yeah, really. That was her very first origin story in. I want to say that showed up in her, um, yeah, it was showed up in her first appearance, Marvel Spotlight number thirty-two, back in the seventies. That would be wicked cool drawing. Like if she had a bunch of threads coming out of her her vag, and then a bunch of, a bunch of little, little spiders start flying out, drifting on the winds, saying bye bye. She's just like net over. She's slowly like a waterfall, waterfall of spiders coming out from between her. Scientifically legs. accurate pregnant spider woman. That's right. <laughs> is what that video would be. Wow, that's an issue I'd get. It's kind of fucking <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't. Oh, oh, I. Oh. <laughs> Great. Good. I still shit. have to eat. You fucker. No, that's not gonna happen now. <laughs> Will they drift too close to a pond and? Die. <laughs> fish start jumping. Jumping out. There's like a frog. There's like little, there's a little infant that goes, No! See, now this just makes me want to do a sequel to Charlotte's Web, where we say. follow all the spiders, <laughs> and it's just a tragedy. It's like the Book of Bunny Suicides. <laughs> you see the sun going down, the silhouette of a pig and a rat, watching the, the spiders float yeah. by. And then, like, fought until, like, there's only one left. And, you know, it looks around, you know, Amazed that it's the only survivor, and then fucking Farmer Brown or whatever who who owned ah! who owned the pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sees it. You see the size of that thing? I'm so young. <laughs> help me! Help me! The worst is when you can't see him. Thankfully, I got that little bastard before he could hide. <laughs> now, who wants bacon <laughs> and rat burgers? <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of the Geek Yoder Podcast. I am Knock. Lara. I am Sam. You can't just wave, they can't see you. I am Wave, by the way. Hi, you can't just wave. Why? Because I'm Wave. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. My Salisbury steak's almost done. Wow, we are we are at the this is the last Geek Yogurt podcast of the year. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy talk. I didn't even realize crazy? that. Yeah. Fuck, I probably should have like prepared some year in review shit. Yeah, I didn't. It, didn't, it just kind of dawned on me. Yeah. When did we we started this in what? May. March. 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 Did we started that early. Yeah. Holy wow. crap! Yeah. It's been yeah, going, going strong. So yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Well, now wait. Are you counting? Are you counting? I am counting. Chatter? No, I am counting the beginning of yogurt. When we had okay. the geek yogurt so, banner. For our listeners, we we actually originally we were gonna call this headset chatter. And we recorded a couple episodes and then ran into so many fucking issues. There was was some issues, yeah. (laughs) And, uh... Things have started... Maybe when we hit a year... Maybe when we've been around for a year. Maybe then we'll, uh... Yeah. We'll slap some of the old shit. I have a couple of the old ones. Yeah. They weren't uh, weren't better. They were not better. Since we didn't really get to do a year 
end review, we could always do... Uh, Your beginning review. Well, yeah, you know, maybe like not this episode, maybe the next episode when we're when we're actually in the 2016, yeah. where we can just do. Um, forecast. We're looking for, yeah, forecast. Thank you, yeah, thank yeah. you. What we're looking forward to. Yeah. Oh, there is so much shit going on in 2016. Well, also. that's why that's why this I said not this episode, just because yeah. I, I got to look through what uh, what there is coming up because I know there's a lot. Yeah. I know there's a lot that's shifted out of 2016 mm-hmm. for me personally too, so I, I just can't remember exactly because. Like you've both noted already, there's yeah. a lot of shit coming yeah. down in 2016. Both comics, movies, games. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say games. There's just a lot yeah. going on in 2016, so that'll, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, but for this episode, we got nothing. Well, <laughs> I, I, I can finally give my two cents about Dark Knight 3, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of dovetails into a larger issue I've noticed. Um, and I'm sure Wave could, could add more to this. That I, I've read a lot of comics this year, more so than I have in the previous years. A lot of number ones this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of new stuff coming down. And I've noticed this throughout almost every single one of them. And Dark Knight 3 just kind of hammered this home. I know you guys have both touched upon it uh, in the Signals podcast. Mm-hmm. But I want I, I get that I get that in serial storytelling especially with comic books mm-hmm. you always want to continue the story right. you know leave people wanting more mm-hmm. but what I'm seeing more and more of is these number ones are trying to grab viewers or grab readers in but they're not really a complete story you right. know what I mean like I, I want I want something that has somewhat of a beginning and middle of an end mm-hmm. but not a definite end you know, don't, don't give me a definite end. Just give me an ending to what's happening in this book, mm-hmm. but leave me wanting more to pick up an issue number two, pick up an issue number three. And I'm just seeing more and more of these stories where they're just kind of, like what you said with DK3, they're just giving you a prologue. Yeah. And for books like this where you're spending $6 on it. Donkey Kong 3? They should yes. give you, yes, that too. Okay. The Country's Revenge. Um but yeah, you know, it's things like this where you're spending a lot of money on it too, yeah. and they're only giving you 22 pages of 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 a prologue. I mean, I a geriatric Batman. I kind of feel cheated out. A and B, it doesn't give me any incentive to. Oh, I'm gonna pick this up and carry it on my pull list. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, that's where I think I think it. It's, this isn't like this the running monthly like Batman where no. they're. There really hasn't really been standalone issues because they've done a lot of like, like and and they're like, well, actually there has been. There've been a couple where, where uh, the overarching arc is this new Bloom character, but there have been issues that have been like one shot. <coughs> he does one particular thing and solves that problem. It's more like two or three parters, but I think for this comic book run because it is like not a monthly, it's a limited run. I think that that's like the only way you can do it. Well, you got to spread it out. You have to spread it How out. How many? What are they doing this every every other month? They're releasing. No, it's every, it's every month. month. It is every it's, month. Or yeah. I think eight issues altogether. Okay. So that's why I like the trades. I can read the entire story. Well, that, that's shot. the thing. Most of the time this year, I've come to the conclusion of this is good, but I'll just wait for the trade because I want a complete story. Right. I don't want to read. In piecemeal, and maybe I would I would enjoy reading in piecemeal more if it was more than just each book was just a little tiny thread of the story, a little bit more here and here. Right. You know, I, I want a little bit more meat when I'm when well, I'm buying it. It, it kind of needs to be like when you watch a TV show, mm-hmm. 
it's you have the plot of the episode or of the issue, and then you have the overarching plot. Right. And that's kind of what you need. Yeah, and exactly. And granted, yes, you can have an entire issue dealing with the overarching plot, but there still needs to be something in there that's, to an extent, it starts and resolves during that. Right, some sort mm-hmm. of something to overcome. And it doesn't, yeah, like you said, it doesn't, that, that something to overcome doesn't need to end this overarching story, mm-hmm. but at least give you a feeling that <clears throat> what you bought and what you've just digested is is worthwhile for you. you and, know? you know, we also have to, like, be kind of honest with this. I mean, DC thinks that because Frank Miller is coming out with this book that folks are just going to want to fucking buy it up. They're going to buy it. I mean, the, much which, the they, they mar- in which they have. The way they marketed it, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what they're relying on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... They're banking on his name, not right. on quality. Well, not necessarily that, but the fact that they can parse out this, the story as much as they want. They can they give know. you 22 pages of almost no story. They know people and know you're going to come back for part two. Right. And part three and part yeah. four. You know, and it's like, this was almost there. It, it just needed, it, you know, it needed to do more than just introduce who Batman is. And this was supposed to be... Miller's last Batman story. Yeah, and now he's already come out and said he's doing another one. Because he wants to do it alone. Oh, that's right. So number DK4 is going to be the last Miller only Miller Dark Knight story arc because he's going to do it alone. Who do you co-write this one with? Brian Azzarello? Yeah, I think so. I like like Azzarello as a writer. Um, So I'm curious to see where the story goes and how, how him... And Miller kind of jive their stories and tie these together, um, but I can't I can't deny the appeal of a solo Frank Miller one again, even though I, I you know this drawing out of the Dark Knight storyline that he started back in the '80s is kind of tiresome. And maybe this story will reinvigorate that a little bit, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a, it's a it's a thing I've keep seeing popping up especially this year see personally I think he's taking a hit in quality so I'm, like mm-hmm. I definitely feel like he has already peaked oh oh and yeah like I still think he's got a strong voice besides what people think of him personally because I think he's a giant asshole in the oh, yeah. uh, but you know I think he's still got a strong voice if he wants it I just feel like he just doesn't care mm-hmm. he's at that point where he's like now oh, fuck it. Why not? I'll write another Batman story. People eat it up. and uh, I'm making movies now. He's yeah, done yeah, Seven Ronin. He's done Daredevil. He's done Batman. He's done uh, 300, Sin City. Yeah. He's got some well-known books yeah. under his belt. But when it comes to The Dark Knight, the storyline is good-ish. Mm-hmm. But when he does the artwork, it really looks like an eight-year-old did it. Yeah, the super deformed, yeah. hyper-masculine. Does he draw a book, too? Uh, yeah, he drew all book, too. He drew all book, too? Yeah. Because it's Kubert in that, Andy Kubert, right? Uh, Andy Kubert yeah. did the main story, and Pencils. I think Miller did the drawings in the uh, mini-stories, Adam and Wonder Woman. Right, but he, he, he does the pencils in, in book one. So with right. each, each yeah. consequent book, there's a new penciler? There's somebody else doing the art? I have no idea. I can't remember who... Who did it? it I don't um, have my tablet, so I can't okay, look it up. Yeah, uh, but it's something because I, I think they're doing better. Again, we're field. in a room full of computers, yeah. and nobody's looking. Pick one. I'm eating Salisbury steak. What's your excuse? Wait, what about Rob Layfield? What about him? Oh no, I was saying that, and even still, Miller is still doing loads better art 
than Rob Liefeld. Oh my god. I will take Frank Miller's... I mean, I don't have a huge issue with Frank Miller's artwork, but no, I, I, mean, I really don't it, like Rob Liefeld's it, work. Miller's art has, has its place and, like, and can be a lot of fun because of, like, the super muscled and all that. Liefeld, though... Or Liefeld, Hell, I prefer my own say. artwork over... Over that, and cavemen were better artists than I am. Okay, <laughs> at least you could tell it was a man. Saying something. So, <laughs> when you draw a penis on everything, it really doesn't disqu- distinguish. You leave the penis man well, without. Well, it. maybe it's a very distinguished penis. I don't know. It's still, uh, he's still, got a monocle and a mustache. Yeah. It's still Andy Andy Hubert. Hubert for and two Klaus, and Klaus Jansen. Yeah. Doing, Klaus. Doing Klaus. Klaus is doing the inking. Yep. Klaus, the fish from American Dad. Yep. That's it. Klaus Nomi, the pop star. There were variant covers done by uh, Frank Miller, but that's about it. If you look at the covers, me. though, it's it's that deformed characters again. Uh, Compared to yeah, Capullo. Yeah. Within the book itself, they're the no, deformed the, ones? No, the, the covers. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. He did yeah. variant covers, too. Yeah. But compared to Capullo and uh, Jim Lee and some of the other oh, yeah, variant Lee. covers that came out. Uh, Jim, Lee. Jim Lee does Europa? He did book one of Europa. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. Why didn't he stick with it? That's just DC mandate? Ah! That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's, like, not cool. That's infuriating. I think he has. he's working on his own book. He's writing and drawing his own book. Oh, okay. Also, I don't know what, what it is, but yeah. I think he's working on his Yay, own career right now. Well, yeah, those, are, those are always interesting. he's also DC Brass, so he's yeah. got a lot of shit to do, so. What is, uh... Hey, welcome to the Classy Little Podcast promo. We're your hosts. I'm Emily. And I'm James. What wine are we drinking this week? Um, it's just a promo, so I thought we didn't have to drink a bottle of wine. Well, let's open a bottle just in case. Okay. <laughs> Did you bring a cheese to accompany it, too? What cheese pairs well with a promo? Promalone? Promazon? Pro-mozzarella? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, as you might have guessed, every week we have wine and cheese on our show. And we pick a different topic for each episode. We find out interesting and quirky aspects of it, including the history, the etiquette. The controversies and injustices surrounding them. Okay, we know, James. Everything is terrible. How would you describe it? Uh, It's fun and informative, but not too informative or didactic. Yeah, but we don't use words like didactic. No, never. (laughs) Anyway, you can find us at ClassyLittlePodcast.com. Or on your podcatcher of choice every Wine Wednesday. Cheers! Cheers! What is Liefeld writing now? Rob Liefeld, what is, he, is he writing uh, he's still Green Air and Green Lanterns? No, 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 he's not doing Green Lanterns. No, no. Because he's more of a Marvel guy. Yeah. He's, um... There has been a lot of talk. I believe there's even been confirmation they're going to give him a Deadpool series. Um, I don't believe it's going to be the main series, but I heard that they're going to bring him back for like a mini series or something of Deadpool. Did he create Deadpool? He, or did he, he was just kind of made him into the character? No, he, he was one he of the creators. Played. He did the uh, art on New Mutants 98. Which was what Deadpool? Okay. Where, where that was his first appearance. Um... I'm trying to remember if he wrote it. I don't believe... No, yeah, I believe he did. You know what? Screw it. We have computers. Give me a moment. Give me a moment. I do want to double-check this, because it's one of those... I don't like his art 
his writing well slightly better and can can be tolerable at times is not yeah um i also just hate the fact that the dude's an asshole <laughs> that that also helps color it because i'm less likely to give him breaks because of it doing shit like calling out valiant comics on twitter missed that one valiant comics what do he do yeah, what he did? He, did he? Uh, you know what? Oh yeah. I vaguely remember hearing some, uh, some controversy with with him and Van, uh, Van, uh, uh, Valiant. Valiant, thank you, butting heads. But I didn't read up on what was happening. I just figured everyone thinks Rob's an asshole and no one likes him. So. Oh, I mean, when, when he has different pricings for autographs, it, and and we're not talking like. Okay, it's two bucks more to do for me to sign, you know, the for me to sign the more expensive books, which you might turn around and resell. Right. That's why you're like paying. I would understand like, that to a degree. You know, like I could even say I can even see maybe like five bucks more if it's a new mutant ninety eight or some one of his big ones because especially if you're getting multiple one signed, or if it's hey, the first one's the normal rate and then blah but no, we're talking like yeah, I think I think at one convention it was like fifty bucks. Holy to get shit. 98 signed. I was talking with the guy, uh, while Tropical Dota and I were waiting were waiting in line for an hour for Amanda Connor's uh, uh, By the way, she is amazing, and her husband, Paul Marlotti, he's amazing. Um, but no, while we were waiting in line, we were talking with uh, the guy behind us and about just like different people. And he, this guy had been through the lines of, of yeah. Layfield and everything. Yeah, and he was saying that, yeah, that's what got him to just turn around and not get it signed. I, well, I don't blame him after that. And now he just signs it. He doesn't do any, like, special... Because yeah, I know no. some people do, like, little drawings and yeah. little doodles, yeah. which is a nice touch. <clears throat> you know, something more than just, oh, here's my name on, on uh, you know, the cover. Trying to, I'm hoping I can bring up an article about his his craft with um, with Valiant Comics. Yeah. This was recent, right? Uh, I believe it was within the year. Okay. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I just keep getting a bunch of crap for him and um, for him and Prince Valiant. What? He, I, <laughs> he, he, did, he did a cover for the Prince Valiant. Comic, oh, I guess. okay. I was like, this is, this is a random, uh, nice, random link between the two. <laughs> I think I may have stumped Google. What's going, What's on, going there? on there? Oh, what? Then uh, under DDC one. Uh, how are Skyping with us now? Oh, that's Storm Tracker. That's his webcam. Nice. He okay. Making a Created by Rob yeah. Liefeld gotcha. and Fabian Messizia. Yes, cool. that sounds right. Yeah. I was going to say, because I remember the writing being pretty decent on that. Which one was this again? Deadpool. This was a Deadpool? Yeah, it was yeah. New Mutants 98. Mm. Writer and... Uh, penciler. Do you have that one? I have it in a trade. Okay. Deadpool Classic Volume 1. Did you see the new Deadpool trailer? The one they released on Christmas? Uh, no. Oh, oh they released a new one? Yeah, it was the same one that we had uh, when I saw Star Wars. Um, it was a little different. But when I saw it, Star Wars had like an IMAX intro with the chimichangas and everything. And then this one was was almost the same. They just cut the, the front part off where he introduces it. Um, it's pretty good, though. It's okay. pretty good. Yeah, check it out. It's got some funny lines in it. 
Um, no. There's two of them. There's the, a Red Band trailer and a Green Brand. Green Band. Make sure you look up Deadpool Christmas trailer Red Band. Okay. Because the swearing does make a difference. It, yeah. Even it though it, there's there's parts where. I feel his swearing is a little forced just because they're like, well, this is a radar movie. Let's get as yeah. many curse words as we can. Um, but it still works, and there's a lot of chuckle moments. Uh, they recast Colossus. Yeah, it's a different guy again. Yeah. This is like, what, the third time they've recast him? Well, the original, I like his big, bulky kind of yeah. comic book look, though. The, the original guy that played the Colossus in the X-Men movies turned down the role, and they got another guy... And then they got rid of him about three weeks ago, and then redubbed all the uh, the audio. Is that what really happened? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, because I know the guy, the guy Colossus and, and Deadpool. I mean, I don't think I don't think you see him with like normal skin very often. No, if at all. I think that's why they wanted to get like an actor that they could. So use they got a later. big guy, put him in a mocap suit, uh-huh. and then redubbed his voice. Right. Okay. I think they might have kept all the original like footage or CG stuff. Okay. It was just it was really recent. Like I posted something I think to the Facebook site last week, and that article in that article it said two weeks ago. So they just finished. And they just redubbing. finished that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see. Why would they? They just didn't like what the guy the guy did. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking they want the second guy they got. They probably didn't see him on screen as carrying the and then, the character. So and they got a guy because the, the guy they got is another like Eastern European sort of big guy. I think. Right. So if they ever needed to show him without his like mutant powers going on, they have someone who's an actor. Right. Who's good on screen. And then once they saw the daily. Why not just get Dolph London? Yeah. Because he's that's too right. busy making Kindergarten Cop 2. Right, right? Yeah. Please tell me that's a joke. No, no, that is a real thing. It's filmed and it's it's coming out direct to DVD, of course. Oh, thank God. At least direct to DVD. Yeah, so that's not, it's not in the. Uh, it's not going to be in theaters, but it's real. It's happening. Uh, I wonder what Arnold thinks of it. There's not much we can do about it. Well, he's friends with all those guys, so he probably thinks it's cool. Dolph or Lundgren? Or, uh, I meant Lundgren or, Lundgren or uh, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger, thank you. The other big guy. Alright, <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Joe, you know, here's your uh, the Marvel premium fi- figure preview. I cannot drop. Stop showing me that. I cannot <laughs> drop it's so $500 cool on a fucking statue, okay? Uh, yeah, I'm going to guess. No price yet. I'm probably going to guess. You're looking at at least three hundred, at least. By the way, we're I don't even we're know looking, how big it is. So. We're currently looking at it's showcase, right? Yeah, or Sh- sideshow. Sideshow, sorry, sideshow toys. Uh, have a Captain Marvel statue eventually coming out. Carol Danvers Captain Marvel it is fucking gorgeous. So cool. Oh my god, and I mean it's bad enough because Valiant already or not Valiant, uh, Xenoscope already has a Robin Hood statue that I really want, and they're coming out with a Liesel Van Helsing one. And those are two fifty to three hundred each. Um, Jay is going is already getting um, the Bloodshot statue that Valiant is putting out. It's a badass Bloodshot statue. Oh, I bet he's going to be ex- uh, excited to get that. Oh yeah. Okay. No. What? Hmm. I want you to shrink. 
I almost thought that said Miley Cyrus wrapped us. <laughs> That's what I thought. That was, I almost thought it said. I mean, it kind of yeah. looks like Miley, so yeah. there's that. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's a neat, neat Wolverine. Does he also have claws? Okay, he does. Yeah. He's got the detachable hands. So, is uh, anybody else got anything that they want to... I just wanted to get that comic issue off my hand. Oh, yeah. So, sorry, I was a little distracted. Apparently, there is no article or nobody saved the tweets from him giving... From Lightfield giving Valiant shit, but yeah. Oh, eventually Jay will actually be showing up. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. <laughs> and he, he knows that story like back to sand. So look forward to that. Oh, does um, he? He's been follow- he follows that stuff pretty closely. Well, I mean, he he is a huge, huge Valiant fan. In fact, that's his passion. There were thirty Eternal Warrior battle axes made by Valiant. Oh, back to the shit. And these were given to very specific people in stores. He has one hanging up in the comic section of Soundground. I got it. It is gorgeous. Have it hanging up. It's heavy. Yeah, I bet. It, like he can use it on some unruly customers. I gotta <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. So. Now he has it displayed there, but it's like it's his, right? They gave it to him, or technically the store, but okay. when it comes time, it says. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Well, he's done so much for that comic shop there. Well, so. yeah, and that that's kind of the deal he has with the owner is all of the display stuff and all that. When it comes time to take them down, if he wants it, he can just take them. Yeah. So like and, rotate it when it's time to rotate them out. Uh, more stuff like like a cardboard standee advertising the Valiant comic book or okay. Book of Death. Yeah. Like when it's no longer when he doesn't need to advertise anymore because the book's over or whatever, right. he can take it home if he wants it. Okay. The battle axe is covered under that. There you go. Which is really cool. That's but, awesome. I, and, I think I'd keep the battle axe there just as a. Oh, he'll probably keep it there as long as he's working there, but yeah, yeah. that and the old, and that's the thing. It was technically sent to the store, but the only reason it was sent there was because of him. Yeah, he wanted to turn. This so it, it's his, yeah. you know. Like, and luckily, there's been no fighting over. And that. I'm sure Jay, the owner Jay, yeah, it was completely understandable. Oh yeah, and okay with it. I mean, they've they've done good work there, honestly. So oh yeah, especially because of Jay. Your friend Jay, not the owner. Jay. Okay, clicks. We'll 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 revert to his old name of Clicks the Dial. <laughs> yeah, just because <laughs> for clarification. Purposes. Which uh, actually, there they just passed because it was a one year ago, last December. Um, they uh, started doing new books. Oh, did they? So they've only been doing new books for a year, and wow. that shop has blossomed. It really has, yeah. Wow, I oh, just did a pretty it's... long advertisement for uh, Soundgrass. Yeah, I didn't realize we should probably clip this out on the, to them on the Vessel Parkway. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just crazy that they've done By so the much in such a little corners. time. I, I don't, it's crazy. They really have turned that place around. Yeah, but it was needed. So, um, speaking of stores like that, has anybody been to the new Robot City? What's that? Robot City was like uh, uh, they used to be made in Japan. Then I guess some management issues happened. Uh, there was a whole bunch of drama with that, and then they morphed into Robot City Games, which was like Sound Ground, where you could swap and trade and buy old and classic games or new ones. HORC. Yeah, essentially. Back but then. but they also started. They also got. Except uh, the owners weren't giant douchebags. Yeah, the owners weren't giant douchebags. Exactly. Selling used merchandise for new prices. Oh my god. I've used so many things. I've seen that guy rip people off. I got ripped Pokemon off. cards, especially. Uh, Tearing I, I, up pre-order slips. Oh yeah, you told yeah. me that. I've literally seen in his store 
on display for for buying. It was in one of those the card the hard plastic yeah. uh, card savers. Yep. I guess you want to call them. It was clearly a like cutout of a Pokemon card that he had slipped in there, but because it was under glass and also in a stiff plastic saver. An, a very inattentive person could easily confuse that and buy it. And it, he had it for a pretty high price, too. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's just... I bet you he would ask for the money first before he oh, would let yeah. them actually see yeah, it. Yeah, and of course, all sales, fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, douchebag, 100%. Um, yeah, so but Robot, Robot City, City they actually, they also got a license and, and bought a bunch of arcade cabinets and they started their own little arcade. Oh, nice. So, and they had a ton of classic... And somewhat newer arcades in there. Mm-hmm. But they just moved to a bigger location, and I guess they got, like, 80 new arcade where? games. Uh, well, I don't know where they moved to. From Clinton Street? Yeah. They said they're not far from there. Oh. So I'm thinking, you know, if you go down Clinton, there's, like, there's that little plaza that used to be, like, an Eckerd. Yeah. I think they're in there now. Because their space is huge. They've got, like, a giant arcade warehouse now. I haven't been in there, but that's just what I've been told. And you know, talking about Soundground, it just reminded me. Oh, hey, I, I would like a, I'd like to visit one of those arcades. I just never, never get the time to. Yeah. I and mean, when I do, I just forget. Hmm. But it's good that they have a bigger space because that was one of the issues of going there was, it was really cramped, and there was also like no place to park on Clinton Street, one twenty six Clinton Street. That's where they're See, at now. Locked down from our old location. Okay, so that's really close to the location. The parking was an issue, but honestly, the cramped space did kind of lend, kind of add to that atmosphere because being in the arcade. Because you're playing these yeah. really old cabinets, yeah. and you're just like crammed in there with other people. Yeah, I will yeah. say that did add to a nice, nice atmosphere. Um, I'll have to check that out. I miss yeah. Aladdin's castle. I've been there a couple yeah. of times. I've the only been one. there a yeah. few yeah. times growing up. Aladdin, that was the oh. one in the mall? Yeah. 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 The arcade we used to have in the mall. and oh, okay, I remember I they it. had, uh, when episode one came out, they had the pod racing game, and you literally sat mm-hmm. in the pod, and you had to control it with the levers and everything. Mm-hmm. It was so cool, and also very hard. <laughs> I bet it was. Hey, well, that was something that was very really hard. Force. That's right. Well, this is pod racing. God. This is intense. And it was a huge cabinet too, and it had like the walls on it, so you kind of you, you kind of it was felt like, like the Jurassic Park Jeep. Yeah, that was great. Which I don't know how long it sat there for, but for a while, that was so at cool. least at one point, I had the high score at Hershey Park oh, on the Jurassic Park Jeep. That is that's an accomplishment because that game got hard. So mm-hmm. and it was super fun. That was like the on the rail shooter one. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't like roller coasters, and our senior trip was to Hershey Park. So while my friends were on roller coasters, I was shooting You're dinosaurs. Shooting dinosaurs because and there's roller coaster like parts in that game. <coughs> you know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine. Yeah. What just it. is that? What just happened? Yeah, I just ripped it for you. Uh, then uh, at David, ooh, that's Bu- gonna be rough. At David Buster's, <laughs> they have. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Sorry, they have the Simpsons. They have. Uh, well, no, they have. Oh. Um, which I have for PS3. Uh, the arcade game? Yeah. They have it on Is that game. the PSN? They have it on PSN, yeah. Well then. Or at least I, they did. I, I, see, that's the thing. Like, I've got the uh, X-Men arcade game through that. Yeah, same here. I think I... Especially since I have an, one arcade controller for the PS3. Oh, man. That's pretty awesome. Speaking of which, you need to get some sticks for Street Fighter. Yeah, right? Tell me about it. It's, yeah. Uh, but at Dave & Buster's, they have a... Uh, 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 it's called the... Uh, Tie Pod, 
It's literally a giant pod shaped like the uh, middle chassis of a TIE fighter. Mm-hmm. And you get into it, and it's got like four giant screens that wrap around you. Huh. And you actually, it's it's like a, a a Tie Fighter game, so you could also yeah. be an X Wing if you wanted to. But why would you? But yeah, yeah and it feels Empire little, for life. And it feels a little weird being playing as a as an X Wing and then like sitting in a Tie Fighter, a yeah. Tie Fighter cockpit. Yeah, yeah. It was a little weird. Yeah. But it's so cool, and the way the screens wrap around you and the thing kind of moves, it's it literally feels like you're in a fucking Tie Fighter. It's so See, cool. my thing is when I wind up at an arcade. Inevitably, I will wind up on Time Crisis. Oh, Time Crisis, yeah. No matter what, you will find me on Time Crisis. Is that the one where you had to, like, duck out to reload? Um, you had the, the foot pedal. pedal. Oh, the foot pedal, yeah. there was the foot pedal, yeah. but I, because I get so into it, I am ducking. <laughs> there, there was, there was one I used to love, uh, an arcade up in Syracuse used to have it. I don't know if they still do, but, um... It was a police SWAT game. I remember this. And that one, oh. you couldn't, couldn't wear a hat with it. Cause, yep, because yep. it tracked where your head and your gun was. Yeah. And, yeah, in or, you, like, you physically had to duck or move off to the side to avoid getting yeah, shot. Yeah, right. you literally had to get out of the way. And, like, it was a workout. That I mean, a, I'm a fat guy, so that, it was a workout. Was a I mean, cool going game. upstairs is a workout. That was, that was a cool, cool game. I remember that. Yeah, the first-person shooters and Cruising USA are the ones cruising that USA? always... I'm always going to those ones when I go to an arcade. Pulling if out, I see it, that's where I go to. Pulling out, uh, Arctic I'm pulling out wheelies in the Humvee on, on Cruising USA. You were around when they invented arcades. Well, not, well so. no, that's true. But I, I'm willing to admit to you that I played the Aerosmith shooter. That oh was my god, good. Wait, the what? Aerosmith shooter. I missed this one. No, yeah. it was an awesome game. It's a fucking good game. I had completely forgotten about it. Your special that. weapon was uh, CDs. Yeah. You launched the CDs. You launched CDs at them. Yep. Interesting. Huh. Um, it was really good. And it had Aerosmith played like music. Aerosmith music, blasting yeah. out of it. Yep. Oh my gosh. I liked that game. And of course, House of the Dead. I was going to say, House oh, of the yeah. Dead was a big one I always mm-hmm. played. Um, oh god, what was the one in the car where you... You had the car, and, like, one guy had to drive and shoot, the other guy had to shoot. Starsky and Hutch. Was it that? No, that's the one I I played on PS2. Well, I mean, yeah, like, I believe it took from that, because it was a comedy. It was a comedy, like, shooter, though. Yeah. I remember we used to have it in a couple of the movie theaters of all places. Oh, man. Interesting. I can't can't remember. I remember something vaguely like that, though. Man, I don't remember that one. Huh. You also up at, at Syracuse, this is where I played the Taiwan. Um, oh, so it's up there. Yeah, it was Dave and Buster's up at Destiny USA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they also have. We're doing a, a lot of advertisements. I know. Hey. This is the Mary Brandmas. Although we, we also did a nice little grouping of uh, local shops that have, yeah, see, we got half the, the people listening have never heard of. We've um, got the balance I know in there. one person that is from Endicott that listens to the show. There you go. Well, there's a new arcade in Vestal. There's a new Moon arcade Walker. in Vestal, too. There's Moon an Walker. arcade in Vestal now? Yeah. yeah. Walker. Rich, Rich Maynard upstairs was just telling me about that. Yeah. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, there's a down by Four Corners or past Four Corners. Used to be in the old hobby shop. Yeah. The old hobby shop. Yep. Family Hobbies. Family Hobbies. Down by the oh. uh, tractor supply? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit before that. A little bit before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was saying that yesterday, and I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I mean, my family stopped at the arcade in the Vessel Parkway. I was like, what? <laughs> what? So, found that out. I'll yeah. check that out, too. Uh, but yeah, at B&B up at, at Destiny, they also have a uh, Batmobile racer. 
I played that really? in Texas, and it's so. It's cool. I'm shocked. It's kind of cool. You do He's, sit in a. It's a, it's like a car chassis. Yeah, that's okay. sort of stylized. Like it's it has not, fins and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not any one in particular. But you can select the ones. You, you can want. select almost anyone you whoa, want. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you saying? I could drive the 66 Batmobile. You can do 66, yep. you can do Burton, yep. you can do Batman Forevers, you yep. can do Batman... Animated can series? Batman Robins? Uh, the one with the rotating engine? I can't remember. <coughs> I think they're all available. All the ones from the film. I you can do the Tumblr. or You can do the Bat from Rises. Did you know that? Which is the flying, the, the flying one? The, yes, I did. Yeah. I do know that because I did try that once. It's it was hard. very hard. It's a hard game. It was very hard, yeah. It's a hard game, man. Very, very hard, but very, very cool. Here's really question. Well Batman the Animated Series. Ooh. I want to say... I want to say yes, but I think you have to, like, unlock that. Yeah. Oh, uh, you see, I, I never like... I totally get why they do it, but arcade games where you have to unlock Yeah, that. where you, you're like, okay... Like, so I'm going to sit here for three hours pumping in all my money to unlock oh, yeah. this, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to unlock it, play it for two minutes, and then uh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bored. Crash three times. Yeah. Oh, countdown started. That's usually I what happened. I would unlock something, because uh, I used to play, like, Hydro and Arctic Thunder a lot. Yeah, right there. And, uh, Arctic which, Thunder. They would, like, blow we have to play each other in Arctic Thunder. Yes, we I totally love that. Do. I'm always the snowman. Oh, yeah, the snowman. Um... But uh, we need to get a GoPro and just go to Dave and Buster's. That's what, yeah. that's what it is. I have it's never Geek been to Yogurt, Dave and Geek Yogurt spends a day at, at Dave and Buster's. Yeah. We should totally do it. It should be a field trip. I'd probably get a wonderful, wonderful donut on audio only podcast. Huh? Well, we'll do it. Uh, it's a special video edition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd probably get a Tropical Donut in on this. Yeah, yeah that would be fun. We should make a Which, uh, Yeah, that's my other arcade tradition is then go to the DDR pads and see if Tropical Donut has passed out on them oh, because gosh. she's been playing them too much. Uh, <laughs> oh, she loves DDR. That's her game. You don't fuck with her on DDR. She can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried DDR once. Uh, it was not a good experience. I so, looked at it and walked away. <laughs> so the DDR pads that you could get for you know your home console. Yeah. After a while, what I realized is, and you couldn't do this with all of them because some of them were missing buttons. Yeah. But the ones that had all four directionals and all four shapes for PS, because I'm used to the PS2. The PS, yeah. Um, we, I actually got going up at college. <laughs> we got a mini tournament. Of, we had two of the dance pads set up that had all the buttons, and we played Soul Calibur on it. Oh. Soul Calibur 3. Because how did you? Because that's okay. the thing. You I, have the shape buttons, so which can, were all of your attacks. So you can still do it. The shoulder buttons, they were all just ba- they were all basically just quick buttons to do to do certain combos and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you, they weren't required, and the arrow keys would move the character. And it wasn't oh hey we sat there and hit it with our hands. No, you had to fucking do it with your feet. So one person took the one control, right? So you guys weren't like tag teaming on one pad. Yeah, no, no, no. You no, had no. one pad. Your two people. Two dance pads, two characters, fight! I gotta say, that's 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 pretty clever. <coughs> it sounds very complex. Well, and in, in order to get off like the throws and stuff, because you had to have a direction and yeah, usually and you know two of the shape. square or whatever. Yeah, you, you either had to be very good with your footing slash have big feet, yeah. or you had to go down on like two feet, one hand, and it got crazy. That sounds like more of a workout than regular DDR. It it, it is because I have I have played regular DDR on For those bo- things both but. physically and mentally, like just to try yeah. to keep. What you're doing, but do it in a in a in a in a, in a dance like pattern. If you forget about everyone watching, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> fun fact: 
Batman Arkham series was originally designed as a uh, dance-like mechanic where they would take... And you can kind of feel it in the way the, the combat works. Mm-hmm. It's kind of ballet-ish, you know? It's all about timing your buttons, yeah. where to go, and timing your buttons in a rhythm. Mm-hmm. So, but obviously, that kind of dance pad style did not work out well. Yeah. So they switched it to more of a controller base. Mm-hmm. But you for can the best, st- I think. For the best, definitely. But you can still feel that, that rhythm mechanic in there. It's very quick-timey. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it, 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 works to its, uh, it works to its benefit. But I always thought that was a fun fact, because when, when I found that out around the time Arkham City came out, I was like, what? That was designed as, like, a dance game? What the hell are you talking about? I looked it up, and yeah, it was. Well, since I'm always, like, scheming, I'm taking your idea uh-huh. uh, to go to an arcade, like, to heart here. Yeah. We should coordinate it around a, a, a big movie for next year. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That way you no. can do the movie theaters right up there, too. Yeah. Do you piss green after you've eaten vitamins? We certainly do, and therefore you should listen to the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. Even if you don't piss green, this is something I think you guys will like if you like TV and you like movies. We countdown lists associated with both, as well as offer the occasional review and a number of segments that are random in nature for your enjoyment. Check out the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews on iTunes, Podomatic, or your favorite podcast app. <laughs> Gotta bring it uh, back. But seriously, we should we should try to work something out yeah, yeah. in the new year. You know, yeah. It might not work out, but it's worth a shot. So it's worth a shot. Try something. Yeah. At the very least, I'm sure we can get like three three of the four of us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it might have to be all right. I'll be here at work, and, and then, then we'll just Skype in whoever's yeah. not, and yeah. he'll come with us on the phone. There yeah. you go. <laughs> here you go. Just like prop me, prop the phone up. <laughs> prop the phone up. Down here. Duck. Fire! Yeah. Dude, to the left! To the left! Get out! I'll help you! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Backseat driving! <laughs> and then Ra Ra's phone, right? Wait. Then Knox's phone rings! <laughs> did, uh, did Sam just break his phone? Yeah. <laughs> did Sam just step on his phone? What because of yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that would be, that would be pretty funny. Well, that's been one hell of a year ender right there. Yeah, yeah this is no, like a This is a potluck of a. Of oh, a, we got a little bit of a potential for a future something special yeah. and different from the New Year. Some sort of event. We got yeah. a little bit of comic book, a little bit of gaming. Uh-huh. And then uh, next time we do an episode, we can all just, uh, like you said, we'll do a forecast of what we're kind of looking forward to in the new year. Great. I think that'll be fun. And then we can argue more about Star Wars and Batman versus Superman. Yeah, well, there's there's Star Wars, there's BVS, and there's the new Star Trek. There's going to be lots of arguments. The back half of Gotham. Is Deadpool. Right. Deadpool. BVS. Star yeah. Trek. Star Wars. Uh, new uh, X-Men. Civil War. Civil new War. X-Men. Yeah. Those are just the movies. Team Cap. Yeah, and that's just and that's just the movies. Yeah. All right. That's not even counting the games and, and comics, TV and comic books. Oh, yeah. Shit. Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, speaking of which, yeah. uh, there will be a new Suicide Squad trailer uh, with the premiere of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that. Now, the, has wow. there been a first Suicide Squad trailer? Yeah, yet? There, well, this is what there was. that was kind of a blunder where they showed it to the Comic-Con, or San Diego Comic-Con over the summer. And it got leaked? It got leaked by somebody, and they didn't want that. They, that was mainly just for people at Comic-Con. They didn't want... They wanted people who were going there to have something that was just for them. 
it got leaked on the internet, and they were kind of forced to say, well, we don't want this shitty cam version out. Right. Let's just release it to the to the public and get it out there. Right. So they did have that one, uh, which was kind of a teaser. It didn't really give too much away. Right. It hey, gave away the hey, meth head yeah, joker. Yeah, and meth head That's joker. <laughs> with the... <laughs> yeah, like the weird cackle of a laugh. Um... See, and I don't know, and that one's that one was a little kind of I don't know how. There is one thing I want from the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, and I will be disappointed. I will be angry. I'll not just be disappointed. I will be angry if I do not get a Suicide Squad rap song done by Will Smith oh, in the vein of Wild Wild, Wild West, Wild West and Men oh in Black. Oh my gosh! Like I how want something epic. Come on, I want Deadshot up there rapping, not in the movie. Do it in the credits. There you go. Like, give me an awesome music video attached to the DVD. Yeah. But I want Will Smith to write a Suicide Squad rap song. <laughs> you I should. Know. You should write him a letter. And I don't know if he does that anymore. Well, no, but maybe he's trying he to should. be a serious actor. Yeah, but you know, he maybe he needs something to, make to push better him. movies to do that. Though. <laughs> well, I just did the concussion one. That's what the I concussion did. one. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I, did, I, did, I did hear that was good. What's the concussion one? That's the one where he plays the doctor who who was pushing for. The better safety regulations for football players because they were getting concussions. Yeah, concussions. Yeah. Um, now I don't know how like hard edged or revealing this trailer is going to be because it is on CW in prime time. Yeah. And, and this is uh, you know I don't know what they're going for rating wise with this movie, but it has to be a hard edge PG thirteen if they're going to do it. I think if they sell it on PG thirteen. Yeah. Which which it's, it's, honestly it sounds about right because. It's a risky property as it is, so making it R is just gonna, from a studio perspective, that's right. just gonna lower their chances of money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see though. I'm curious to see. I mean, that, the movie doesn't drop until August, which seems like forever away. It'll be here in no time. So yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. All right. That's well, happy it New Year, folks. This episode of the Geek Yogurt Podcast. Happy New Year. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for joining us for this lovely year, and uh, we got some nice stuff planned for the next year. See you in 2016. Yes, yeah. yeah, see you next year. May old acquaintance be forgot. No one knows the words to this song. What the hell, man? <laughs>